the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Dan Prop Show. And uh, just a quick follow-up comment to the conversation with Brett Baer and his uh, take on the crack-up of the Lincoln Project that's going on. Couldn't happen to a uh, better group of vile, vile, craven, hypocritical creeps, really, John Weaver and the boys over there. And now you've got infighting from there. You know, there's some former consultant, Jennifer Horn, that worked for them and George Conway saying, take this tweet down because it's potentially a violation of federal law. But, hey, Conway left the Lincoln Project back in the fall. He left the Lincoln Project in name because of the agreement Kelly and Conway would leave the Trump administration and he'd leave the Lincoln Project for the good of their family. But he continued to uh, contribute spewage to the Lincoln Project's perspective, by the way, an additional report out, too, of the $90 million the Lincoln Project raised, $50 million of that went to firms controlled by Lincoln Project founders. You know, the former McCain and Bush-type consultants. I mean, it's just, they're, they're, it's just a reprehensible group that, uh, again, like the left because they are the left, cloak themselves in honor. These are the great uh, guardians of the republic nonsense they're craven hacks who weren't getting their meal ticket punched and they saw an opportunity to do so in spectacular fashion by aligning with the left speaking of um, the left uh, a comment or two on uh, the week that was an impeachment trial 2.0 and the presentation by house democrat socialists of their case in chief to the extent that what they presented over 16 hours even warrants that the second eight hours being a, a rinse and repeat of the first eight. Uh, Jonathan Turley uh, was on with uh, Hannity last night and uh, offered his take on the quality of the case that was presented by House Democrat socialist managers. He uh, also uh, wrote an op-ed on it, basically saying what I've been saying, which is long on emotion, short on evidence. But he picked up on something else that I think uh, bears repeating within your social circles. Ask this question and see what kind of response you get for people that are sort of knee-jerk in, in support of the conviction, the impeachment and conviction, because they don't like Trump. Standard free, doesn't matter. A bad thing happened. Trump is a bad man. Therefore, the bad man is responsible for the bad thing. The quality of that thinking, which is unfortunately ubiquitous. Turley asks, uh, hmm, you know, why not go to the sources? to confirm what you suggest was the mens rea of Trump, what his motives were, what the decision-making was and the context. Why not go to people that were around him when those decisions were being made? Not just on January 6th, but per your own argument, in the weeks leading up to January 6th, weeks that included his authorization of 10,000 National Guardsmen, per his former Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, if the Capitol Police wanted them for January 6th, why no witnesses? 
So why wouldn't the House want to lock in the testimony and get direct evidence as to what the president was doing and saying during this period? And that it really became quite glaring today. When you had the House manager say, look, we have the evidence of the state of mind of Trump, but then they played four years of speeches and other controversies. At one point, it sounded like they were saying that he was responsible for the kidnap uh, conspiracy of, of Governor Whitmer. And what you're seeing there thinking is like, well, well, you just impeached him for incitement to insurrection, not negligence, not for being a lousy person. You, you impeached him because you said that he was trying to incite an actual rebellion. That's in the article of impeachment, the 14th Amendment's language of an actual rebellion. So you dug a very deep hole. That's a lot to fill in the Senate. But they didn't really try. And the question is, why? Why wouldn't you want to marshal that evidence? So in the end, they, they wrapped up with very little hard evidence on Trump's intent or purpose or state of mind. Right. Why wouldn't you want to marshal that evidence? Maybe because there's no evidence to marshal. I mean, what else could it be? Or you don't want to put in the work, I guess, would be the best uh, explanation one could offer. Why wouldn't you want to marshal that evidence? You're spiking evidence you really don't actually want to uh, convict. You don't want to cast Trump in the, the worst light. You you don't want to throw him out because you want to make a 14th Amendment action as, as being kicked around to uh, try and bar, from, bar him from public office after his acquittal so that you can keep him in the headlines and use him as a unifying figure for the left? I'm, I don't know. That seems to be uh, a bit Rube Goldberg-esque in terms of the political capital you think you're, you, the, the, the most political capital you think you can gain with pursuing this path. And by the way, in lieu of evidence, in lieu of uh, any witness testimony, direct evidence, as Professor Turley said, you did have Jamie Raskin, Harvard Law, say exactly what Turley said. It seemed like he was saying, no, he, he was saying it. He was saying, they played, you know, clips from Trump rallies, that it was months of cultivating America's most dangerous extremist groups. Months. But it was an incitement to riot on the day of. Hmm. Arguing in the alternative is a fun law school experiment. It doesn't make for such a compelling case. And uh, Raskin implied exactly that, that he, in fact, was responsible. This is part of the record of Trump inciting violence is this comment you're about to hear from a rally in which he referenced uh, Governor Whitmer in response to people chanting, lock her up. Trump openly joked with the crowd about critics saying his words had provoked the violent plot against Governor Whitmer. Check it out. It's telling. We got to get her going. I don't think she likes me too much. See, I don't comment on that because every time if I make just even a little bit of a nod, they say the president led them on. No, you, I don't have to lead you on. It's, it's very telling of what? Even uh, as Raskin concedes joking with the crowd, it's very telling of what? That uh, he inspired the kidnapping plot of the Ava Perone of East Lansing? I mean, it's, this is, these are laughable hyperbolic claims. The only person more ridiculous than Raskin this week has been Ted Lieu, who pretends he has some you know, third-eye insight into Trump's thinking on these matters. 
And, of course, it's always thinking of a nefarious sort, which is very convenient for the position that Ted Lieu and House Democrat Socialist managers have taken. And uh, it's an easy way for them, at least with respect to media scrutiny, to avoid having to support their case with anything other than their intuition. In sum, the week that was an impeachment trial 2.0, I'll cede my time to Josh Howley. I think what we're watching is a total kangaroo court. It is an illegitimate proceeding. It is unconstitutional. If you want to see the proof of that, Harris, just look at what happened last night when Senator Mike Lee pointed out that the House managers had blatantly misquoted him. He tried to get it stricken from the record, and what ensued was chaos on the Senate floor as Senator Leahy first ordered a vote, then stopped the vote in the middle because Chuck Schumer intervened to ask him, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, don't, don't do the vote. Total chaos and pandemonium. They are making this up as they go along. Yes, this is all uh, exquisitely executed choreography by House Democrat Socialist Managers has been the dominant narrative from the corporate media this week, or they're making it up as they go along. I- I'm inclined to agree with Senator Howley that it's the latter. This is Dan Exposing political fakers, fixers, and takers. He's Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show.